0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: In these times of rapid change, chaos, and crisis... A new wave of legendary leaders is rising up to answer their higher calling. Many are not famous nor have followers, though some do. They are brave individuals like you, seeking your highest truth and committed to deep personal change. Welcome to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling with your host Maria Danley here is the innovative support you've been looking for to become the legendary leader you are destined to be. Now, here's Maria Danley.
2: Hello and welcome to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling. I'm your host, Maria Danley, and it's good to be with you. Thank you so much for being here today. Legendary Leaders focuses on channeling for personal growth, For personal growth today, we'll look at what channeling is and why it's so important for you to practice some version of channeling for yourself. We'll be talking about some basic steps that you can do to begin channeling right away. We'll also talk about the pitfalls of channeling, and you'll want to know what some of these are and have ways to stay out of those traps when you do begin to channel or you deepen your channeling. We're opening up the phone lines today and throughout this hour to take comments and questions about today's topic. So please call 1-866-472-5795 if you have questions or comments about anything that you're hearing today or you just want to share with us. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that number is one 472 5795 and we have a new Facebook fan page for you Legendary Leaders and you can find it by going to the Facebook fa- uh, the Facebook page and put forward slash Legendary Leaders Radio Show and we're building a community there so please join us again at www.facebook.com forward slash Legendary Leaders Radio Show and you can find information about upcoming shows and we would love to hear from you there. So please join us, as we said. So also, if you'd like to contact me directly to make a comment or if you have a question, you can always reach me at maria at legendaryleaders dot com. I also have space now. I am back to my channeling for people, and i'm I am booked through the rest of August, but I have spots available in September and after that. So please contact me at maria at com, or you can go to my website www.mariadanley.com and you'll be able to um, you'll be able to reach me there for a reading but we do have a caller here named Tacey and she is in Arizona Tacey, would you like to come on? I would love to, Maria how are you? I'm okay, how are you? <laughs>
3: Excellent, I love your show and um, I wanted to ask you a question to do with today's topic okay. about channeling, if I could, uh, yes. which would be... Uh, yes, please. I've heard that... Thank you. I've heard that uh, there is a lot of abundance around the corner and a major shift, which sounds amazing for Capricorn, and I know that's an astrological sign, but apparently this month that... A lot of abundance is coming in so many different ways, and I wonder if we could find out a bit more about that.
2: So, you would like some channeling about that topic? Is that what you're saying? I would. I would love some uh, to see if we, that's accurate. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, normally I, I go into a sacred space when I'm channeling, but we can certainly do that. In fact, maybe that's a good way to start this uh, whole topic on channeling rather than talking about it. I'll show you what I do when I'm channeling. And so if you'll t- bear with me here, Tacy, if you were a client calling in, the first thing that I would do is I'd open a sacred space. And channeling is when I'm opening up to other entities, unseen friends, your higher self and mine, because they want to talk through us. So to do that, I'll open a sacred space now and I'll move into channeling directly. So it looks like this. I call Raphael with the sylphs of the air before me and uh, I call Gabrielle with the undines of water behind me. I call Mikael with the salamanders of fire to the right and I call Uriel with the gnomes of the earth to open a sacred space for Tacy and for me at this time and for others who will be calling in as well. We ask our future selves, Tacy's and my future selves, our truer transcendent sacred selves to be here at this time and behind us we call the wisdom and protection of our ancestors. I call our ancestors of Sirius, Lemuria, Atlantis, the fairy realm, realms of other. And I also call the ancient ones of Tasi's and my traditions for both of us at this time. We call down the forces of the universe above us. We call up the spirits of nature beneath us. And we call the energies within, asking our higher selves, souls, and spirits to be here, our unseen friends, guides, and counselors as well. And with that, we ask, in the name of God, God is all it is, to channel for Tacy at this time. We ask permission, Tacey, do you want a reading? Now, we won't do this with most everybody, but we're doing it to model what we do for channeling ourselves. Tacey, do you want a reading today?
3: Absolutely, please.
2: Okay. Now, <laughs> normally I ask a person to say their full name, but as we're, we're just uh, working with confidentiality here, you can just say your first name three times for us, and I think all the entities will check in at that time uh, as you say that name. So say your name, your first name three times, please.
3: Tacey, Tacey,
2: Tacey. Okay, and then with that, I'm going to take a minute or two to go into an altered state. So hold on a second. Okay, well, that's interesting, abundance here. And um, as we open up, we feel uh, a lot of entities pouring in here, (laughs) Tacey, with, we would say, a a volume of energy and power coming in that we're we're not always that used to. Maybe this is part of the abundance. So I just want to ask them, and and so when you're asking about the abundance, is there a specific question around that? Just
3: abundance, a shift in life where... uh... So much goodness comes in that it's hard to even handle, and that's what I've been told as a Capricorn.
2: Now, you may have read somewhere else about it, but we sense that because all this positive energy is coming in, as it is coming in, it's easier when you are in the flow of your positivity to have all of these these uh, synchronicities, this magic, the miracles, this abundant flow. When you are out of that synchronicity, you're angry, you're holding old grudges, you're not in, let's say, in, the, in good form, <laughs> it's very easy to feel stuck in the mud and in some ways more difficult to get out. And that is one of the things we sense is going on at this time. Is that making sense to you?
3: It is making sense, yes.
2: And so uh, what about your abundance? Is there anything specific that you wanted to talk about in terms of the abundance that is coming in for you? It might bring others a lot of um, encouragement to hear about that.
3: I, I'm looking forward to a shift I think uh, things have been a bit stressful for a lot of us lately, Mm -hmm. Uh, just anxiety to do with the planets and so forth, but uh, a lot of us think something is coming, something to look forward to, so my Capricorn horoscope said you're going to have so much abundance, you won't even know what to do with all the positive energy, so I'm I'm really looking forward to
2: it. And what what might be some of the areas where you are expecting it to come in in particular? Is there... An area or two that you're thinking, where it might mm, be coming in.
3: Not particularly. Maybe to make things more in color than sort of uh, shades of color, black and white.
2: Yes, yes.
3: Instead of serious, more more um, bountiful and and positive. Yes, I'm looking for more colors.
2: Well, I will say this about when I look at your energy field, Tacy. There is just there is a bright light in you. There's a And we don't want to use the word angelic because we don't want to, and you could give that to your ego, but we would say there is this bright light that is around you. And a centeredness, kind of, you have this beautiful, grounded energy. Your feet are on the ground. Um, you are, are. There's a clarity and a light that is. is we would say is very attractive for, for calling in whatever it is that you're you're looking for. But it also looks like you have the discernment, so that you're not gonna, you know, no one's gonna mess with you, so to speak. And so <laughs> that's one of the things, the things they are showing. So you're in very good position to be receiving that, um, that abundance. And get back to us. to Let us know about that.
3: I will, and thank you so much for doing such a wonderful show. I look forward to it each week. You're
2: so, so kind. Thank you for saying that. And with you know, with all the technical issues this, this today, we thank you so much for calling in. Thank Still you. Still a beautiful you. show. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have thank Carolyn uh, on the line from Israel. Carolyn, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate that. And what would you like us to thank
4: look you. at, today? What would you? Oh, go ahead. Um, I had quite a shaking experience recently and I would like to know, I mean, just in the last couple hours, I felt like my energy is coming back to me and I'm becoming more centered. Um, I would like to more understand what I was going through these last few days and hopefully it was uh, something of metamorphosis, maybe at a level that I'm not yet familiar with. Um, Talk a little
2: bit about the, guess, the shaking or, or how your experience what exactly happened and as you describe well, it, we will be able to see. Go ahead.
4: I went through a very deep this, uh, experience on uh, many levels. It was about working with healing um, personal collective trauma and there was so many levels that was like I went into a fog. I couldn't even um, quite understand what's going on with me. There was a lot of pain in my body that was oozing out. Some of it I could understand. Some of it I couldn't make sense out of it. Um, And I'm still like confused about it.
2: Yes. And was this something that was triggered by an incident or was it in meditation or was it something that sort of just came over you, Carolyn?
4: It was in an event that was about healing collective trauma.
2: It was an event about collecting healing trauma? Yes. Oh, okay. So it was yes, a group experience with kind with of
4: many, experience. many people. Yeah
2: yeah well that was just an invitation and, and did this happen recently I mean within the past yes. week or so yeah so yes. we we talked a bit about this opening of Sirius and, um, and we we know that the energies right now are very we would say exaggerated they can be exaggerated both positive and when we're in alignment, and that's why these months, we would say from uh, July, August, September, and into October is going to be a time where it's most important for all of us to stay as positive as we possibly can so we don't have to take on things that will be more irritating or uh, more angry that will make us more angry. So, for example, uh, Maria as a channel. She started to do a metal cleanse, and it was making her so angry and, and grouchy and, and just <laughs> pitchy, really. And she said, hmm, I don't have to really actually heal the metals until after October, and it was a decision she made to stay more positive, and that's an example of it. But for you, Carolyn, we would say we, we, we see that you're very empathic. And when you're in groups and when you're, you're with other people, there, you naturally have a way of opening, we want to say, your heart and your energy field, which is very beautiful, but there's a part where you can empathize with people's energies and emotions as well. So you not only were dealing with an issue of your own, we do see that it looks like the child in you um, was particularly uh, sort of freaked out about it, we see many parts of you just sort of are still in a bit of shock, um, yeah and okay. we we would just want to say, do you work with flower essences at all, like the Bach flower remedies, anything like that yes, yes my nose is running, so I have to blow it a little bit here um, and uh we would say if you would get a, there's a uh the star of Bethlehem, and we would highly suggest this for anybody, you can have a moment when you're going along, something kind of sideswipes you or something hits you, and all of a sudden you feel kind of frozen, and you can't get yourself quite back. Sometimes that is shock. What I'd like you to do is to put some of that Star of Bethlehem under your tongue, and also place it. Now we would say, um, like right where the the what do you call that part of the where the ribs at the bottom of the, and there's a name for it. That whole bone that holds all the ribs together at the very bottom. There's an area just under the breast, right in the center there of the the torso. And you can be liberal. Put the the Star of Bethlehem there and it will bring you out of shock pretty quickly. So that's one thing we want to say. Another is that the the parts that were frightened or thrown off balance by this incident and what's been happening since, two things are happening. One, They need your love. Now, you don't have to know who they are and exactly which parts of you are sort of freaked out by this, but what you can do is go into a meditative state, call in your higher self, and imagine that you're creating like an inner sanctuary, a place that's safe with flowers, and it may just feel like this inner temple. And invite all the parts of you particularly the parts of you that are frozen or scared or feel still traumatized. Because we want to say they are in this state. You want to bring them into the sanctuary, bring in your higher self, call in unseen friends, your soul, God, God is all that is, and just feel the temple filled with light and ask for them to heal these parts of you that are scared. Because there's, a let's say, a tape loop for you, Carolyn, where... Um, this happened as sort of a wiring when you were little, when you were in your childhood, that there would be many times where you could feel dropped or not trusting yourself or almost having a frantic quality of looking for a parental figure to be there for you. Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah. And so this is your kind of escape clause. When, uh, that may not be the right words, but when you get riled or you feel thrown off balance there's a part of you that reverts to being very young and kind of abandoned and lost without a parental figure. And if there's a part of you, we would want to say, whoops, I forget to be the parent in my own situation. I I, I seem to slip right into these other places that are frantic and looking for someone outside of me to rescue me. Now, that might be a bit strong to put it that way, but that's what we sense is is going on and what happened in this incident. Is that helpful?
4: Yes, it does, but... I didn't make damage to myself,
2: right? No, you didn't do damage to yourself, but what you did do is that... Um, well, here's the other piece of it. You did pick up other people's stuff, a, a bit of that. In other words, there was a lot of emotion going. A lot of people were dropping a lot of stuff. It was an intense experience. And we would just say, some yeah. of that threw you back into this place that you refer to where, where's the parent, where's the parent, who's, who's going to be the authority figure around here? And... So that's why we say, you need some time for rest and quiet, certainly. You've got the Star of Bethlehem to work with. But we'd also say, because you can go into the inner sanctuary, you can also call in these parts of you to be, and ask for healing. But you can also say, I ask all entities here to help remove any energies that are not my own, that are here that I'm somehow processing or that I've taken on, that are really not my responsibility. They're throwing me into my martyr energy. Does that make sense?
4: Yes, yes, and this is why I felt like I'm totally losing my center, even getting into delusion.
2: Okay, yeah, is and, it? and since it okay. is wobbly right now, I mean, when, we, when we're when we feeling positive, we can really, it's like surfing, we can be riding the wave of, of being really positive, but something can crash the wave and all of a sudden we're going, whoa, I'm in the mud, I'm in this whirlpool and I don't know how to get out, and that's when we have to stop and breathe, breathe deeply, you might want to do it right now, Carolyn, because you're kind of frozen right now. It's like you're not breathing that much. You're just like your lungs yeah. are really expanding. Uh, your, your, your stomach, your, the whole viscera is sort of shut down and protecting itself. So why don't you do that with us? Will you take a deep breath and hold it for a moment and let that out? And hold that for a moment. Just let your body relax as you keep that exhale out. And then breathe in again holding that a bit more, and as you're breathing in, you're breathing in more of the love of your higher self, and as you're breathing out, you're letting go of anything standing in the resistance of that. Your breathing may return to normal, but just imagine, as I breathe in, I'm expanding into more of the love of my higher self, and as I'm exhaling, I'm releasing anything that's standing in the way of opening to that love. And for you, since we're going to stay here um, a moment more with you, call in that inner child. That and You don't have to know it's not just a child. It may be several. It might be an infant self. It might be several children. Those parts of me that are scared right now or in shock come into this field of love. If you like the idea of a sanctuary, that's fine, or maybe a beautiful sunlit meadow or garden. And I call in all parts of myself, you would say, to be healed at this time that are scared and and shocked and frozen. And I ask for my guides, counselors, angels, whatever, to be here at this time and just to hold them and love them. And I take back my power from any other people or other entities or anything that I picked up in this, during this experience that are throwing me off track. Your guides are also telling me that the part of you... How do you put this? The part of you is aligned with the idea. Let's put it that way. Aligned with the idea that you can't get back, that you can't handle your life or do it yourself. Now, that you don't feel that way all the time, but part of what happened in this, in this situation was that the part of you that is longing to be rescued, the part of you that wants to be an outside figure that's just going to kind of make your life work, if you know what we're talking about. It's, right now it's voting, I can't do this, and so that's one of the reasons it has its heels dug in. Okay, here we go. So You can see, we just had this experience. See, we can't, we can't handle this life. And so we just want to gently say to them, we know you have resistance right now, and it's completely okay that your arms are folded and your heels are dug in and, resistance, and you have resistance, that's okay. You can come along whenever you like. The love is always here. And we just want you to, you can stay in the light here or you can run out and play, but we're not going to try and force you to change. You'll change in your own time. But I want you to know there are plenty of adults right here, right now, loving you and fine with whatever is going on with you. You don't have to change. And sometimes giving yourself that kind of permission will actually help them just to relax and know no one's going to change them. They can have their opinion on that. So what's going on right now for you, Carolyn, as we do this? In other words, how are you feeling right now?
4: I'm feeling regret that I put myself into this experience and took myself off track when I was on track. Uh
2: Uh-huh. And should. so you feel a little bit of self doubt is coming. Yeah, self doubt and anger and there's a part of of course that probably wants to do things perfectly. But hey, life is it's always going to be waves of up and down. So can you forgive yourself for having done that experience that threw you out? Can you forgive yourself for that? Because we'll we'll make this a little bit easier for you and just give us one more second to talk to your higher self about this, Carolyn, One moment. She's saying, I'm sensing her as a she, but your higher self is saying that there was something that you did not want to really deal with directly, and this experience really, let's say, knocked it out or knocked it into a place of chaos. You know, when we don't want to look at stuff, we kind of hold them with control so we don't have to deal with them. Well, we sense that this whatever this thing was it got kind of knocked into chaos which is a good thing because now it means it can come up for the healing but a part of you is very angry that this thing got dislodged and that's we don't have better information on what that is but can you relate to what we're saying?
4: Yes, yes, definitely, yes.
2: And so we want to say so is it angry, is a you're... good
4: thing Go ahead. So it is a good thing that I oh, went it's...
2: through it. Yeah, it's a very good thing and we would put it this way. I mean, it's not good in terms of how it felt, and, and we would we say that when we get we look at the energy of the event, there were a lot of histrionics. That means a lot of emotional display. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Okay. And in that, friend- it
4: was about the Holocaust and Germany and yeah. the Jewish tradition and yeah, everything.
2: Yeah, and again, all very valid, very deep stuff. Beautiful that people were going there, but at the same time, it was like a. Um, Also a group energy that formed that was a little bit, well, out of control is not the right way to put it. It was deep, it was intense, and some people were pretty shocked at how deep it went. And so what happened for you was that you actually, um, these parts, that let's say other your higher self and, and parts you've been hoping to shift for a very long time, there are other parts of you that have their heels dug in. I'm not giving that up. And so we would right. say you're angry at yourself, that you're regretting it, but we're actually thinking more that the anger you're experiencing is more from the parts of you that are, are really pissed off, that you, you know they, they get, had to lose control and something shifted dramatically. But we will say to you it's going to mean a great healing that's coming on the other side of it. So you just keep asking. We would say this is your homework, Carolyn, besides going into that sanctuary, bringing parts of you in to heal. Keep asking your higher self, your soul, God, God is all it is, And your unseen friends to please help you to integrate this experience into your highest good I surrender control of my needing to know what all these pieces are and I forgive myself and I thank I forgive myself for having put myself through that but I also thank you my higher self and others for helping me to use this experience to release so much more that I was unable to let go of until I I gave myself this jolt right
4: yeah,
2: you know? yeah. Well, great, and and I want to thank you for calling in, and uh, wish you well with all of that. And uh,
4: thank you so much. That was so helpful.
2: Oh, I appreciate. Incredibly, it. <laughs> well, good. It's always good to talk with you, Carolyn, and all the way in Israel. And, and what? Just think about it this way too. Let's put it another perspective on this. Look at you in that group. Let's say unleashing a plug. A deep backup of pain, of rage of you know loneliness of despair that came up in that situation, and you're doing it right there in Israel, you have no idea of all that was released and the healing that was done so that that it can bring more healing into the whole Middle East so we were just it, say,
4: it was actually happening in Germany. <laughs>
2: Well, whatever was happening, we we, we believe you're still bringing that energy back. And, yes, it's happening in Germany. fantastic because it's another place of a lot of shame and pain over over the the Holocaust, absolutely. So, well, bravo to you for that. So we're going to be taking a break here for a moment, and we just say thank you, Carolyn. We'll talk to you another time. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're so very welcome. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Thank you.
1: are listening to Legendary Leaders with Maria Danley. To receive the answer to your most burning question, please call one 472 5795 Again, that's one 472 5795 Now, let's return to Legendary Leaders.
2: Welcome back. If anyone would like to have any channeled answers to questions, please do call in. At one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five, and I'm here to channel any questions that you may have. Answers to those questions. We return to this topic. What is channeling, and uh, particularly, what is channeling for personal growth? When most of us think about channeling or channels, you know, there's a mystery, there's a mystique to it. Especially when you think of those people who are known for channeling a particular entity. It can get very woo-woo for many people who don't believe in such things, but channeling is much more than that singular perception. Now, some will call channeling being a receiver or relaying deep intuition. Channeling is when you allow something else, someone else, or something more than you to flow through you, to flow through your thoughts, your meditations, your creativity. And there's a distinct feeling that what you're doing is just not you alone that is doing it. And channeling can come through many forms, in speaking, writing, and all forms of communication and creativity. The actor Morgan Freeman, when he was talking about his acting, he said, quote, There's no mystery to it, nothing more complicated than learning lines and putting on a costume. My approach to acting is that I'm totally intuitive. I read the script and I get it. If I don't get it, I can't do it people hear that and say, I'm being modest, but I'm not But I'm not a modest person. But I have to be truthful about what I'm doing and what I'm doing is channeling. Now many of you might not have thought of channeling as being part of your creativity or even that Morgan Freeman and actors are sometimes channeling, but there's a much broader range of what channeling can be. So why is it important for you to develop it? And again, you don't have to hang out a sign and be a channel, but it's very important for you as you're growing in your, personal, in your personal growth work. It accelerates your personal growth and it deepens your experience and knowing of self-love. It expands your creativity and keeps you on track with your higher calling. So in channeling for your personal growth, let's talk a little bit more about it. what it does for you. For one, it, it ever expands your image and identity of yourself, As you keep opening up to more and more entities through, we would say, automatic writing, meditation, your creativity, you're including more energies, more ideas, more wisdom, more attunement, and it expands your own image and identity of yourself. And as you listen and act upon the guidance that you receive, your life blossoms in ways you could never have imagined if you'd only listened to yourself alone. And also because you're acknowledging that you're not doing it alone, you're inviting participation with others so you have a broader experience and vision that you don't normally have in everyday life. You can hear what your soul, your unseen friends, your spirit guides, your higher self and others with their insight and wisdom have to say to you. Now the only thing I just want to talk briefly about because we do have another caller on the line is that we would say that there are some pitfalls about channeling. And we would say is that the, the negative ego loves to just come in and take over. If you are not clear on the voice of your negative ego, you you might even be aware of that when you dif- listen to other channels or you hear some people who say they're channeling and you just say, hmm, this feels like there's ego in there. There needs to be a discernment on the part of the channel to know what voice that is being channeled, that is inside of them already. Because negative ego will come in and and take over, and you've heard all kinds of very ego-driven channels. I would bet you have. So that's one pitfall, is am I channeling my negative ego, or or do I have enough discernment to know who's talking here? Also lacking discernment on other voices. Is this my child speaking, or adolescent, or another part of me? So you want to be sure that you're actually channeling your highest good. Sometimes people can be puff up their ego, knowing that they're channeling, and they can be very arrogant. Well, I channel this, and I channel that. You see, again, that's an ego issue. And another pitfall is is you know, finding your own morning guidance by automatic writing. You might find out that you're trying to hang out a sign too quickly, hey, I'm open for business. And we would say, we're not talking about that kind of channeling. We're talking about having a time when daily, if you can do it daily, or a few times each week, where you are actually... Finding time to write, we think automatic writing is one of the best ways to do it. Opening with some kind of a a sacred space where you're calling in entities, your higher self, and others to be with you. You invite them in; they're waiting to be there with you. You invite them in. You go into a meditative state or just a quiet space, and then you ask a question: "Dear spirit, dear God, dear higher self, what do you have to say about this particular question?" And you you state the question. And then you wait and you just let your hand flow, let the writing come. And when you read it back, you'll notice, wow, there's a lot more coming through this than I expected. I realized my nose is really getting quite <laughs> bumped up here. Um, so we would say that's the main thing. Let yourself have that quiet time in day or night or whenever that might be where you get a, a, a nice or not so nice notebook and you just give yourself the chance to ask questions and then do your writing. And you'll find out that either automatic writing or engaging your creativity, that it will start to shift your consciousness as you slow down your brain and invite others to join you. In creating your own ritual, your time of day, a prayer that you like to say, you are opening and telling, you're you're, you're allowing others, unseen friends, to know, I am open for receiving channeling. And some of you have heard what I do, which is to uh, call in a sacred space. It's one of the things I do, I usually always ask permission when I'm channeling for somebody else. But when I do it in the morning, I usually sit with my higher self, fill their love, just filling me up, and then I'll turn to my notebook and I'll start to ask questions and channel that way as well. So try that for yourself and see what happens. We have Julie on the line here from Delaware. Julie, would you like, are you still there?
0: I am. Hi! Oh, hi! Hi! Um, I just want to say again, I I love your show so much, and I'm I'm so glad you're doing this program on channeling because I I <laughs> was always curious about channeling, and um, I, I do have a question. Yes. Um, my my son Michael and his girlfriend are going to be leaving to go to Iceland tomorrow, and yeah. they're going to be. I, I, I guess they're going to be doing something called a through hike, meaning they're going to be hiking for about five days. And mm-hmm. um, I, I guess I'm a, well, being a mom, I'm, I'm kind of worried about their safety. But yeah. I don't know, I, like, is there a, is, is, maybe is there a way to, um, to channel some, some good energy so that they'll be safe? Well, absolutely, and this this is
2: relating very much to the other one, so now you've got uh, other family members that are <laughs> traveling. Yeah. This is really <laughs> special for you as a mom, isn't it, Julie?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, the answer yeah. on that, and we will look specifically at Michael, but we would say this, that um, this is a time for you. You're in a period of letting go and allowing your children, let's say, to grow up. They already are grown-ups in some ways by age. They yes. may not be grown-up, but they certainly are biologically a lot older. Yeah. And and it's hard for you, Julie, is is to let go and to allow. And the part that wants to control or either bring them back to a younger age or um bring them in a sense to make them safe when they're out there exploring new adventures. Every every parent will deal with that. And as we said before, what you can be doing of course is just sending love to their higher selves and, and bubbling them every day. If you'll meditate or just take a time to close your eyes or even prayer, they all work. You send love to Michael, his girlfriend, and just see them bubbled in safety. And um, the other piece of this, of course, is that there's an empty nester quality to this. Even though they, they haven't been living at home for some time, there's a part where you're facing a new identity of yourself. Are you aware of that?
0: Yes, I'm probably fighting it like heck, but, <laughs> but I, I do have to accept that I, I am really, really an empty nester now. Yeah, and that, I think that's, part of it that's almost like that was something that you've
2: been difficult, it's been difficult for you to kind of adjust to. And we would put it this way, and there's, a, there's um, what you're holding, and we want to say it's in your energy field, you're holding a loneliness without them, as if they're being gone means there's loneliness here now. Yeah? Mm. Yes. Yeah. And we, we would say that that is something you're fabricating, meaning I'm out of touch more with my own, let's say, feelings to stop to feel my feelings and let myself feel the loneliness when I feel it and let it you know we often talk about opening that third chakra letting the emotions flow but there's a place where I don't want to feel it I don't want to feel it so it's much easier for me to try and control my children out there and what they're doing than for Mm. me just to stop and feel what I'm feeling and sometimes it's angry sometimes it is that loneliness sometimes it's all sorts of things my need to control I want to control and uh, we would say the biggest muscle for you right now, Julie, is to be able to give yourself space That because you have more space, summertime especially, you're not working, right. where you, are, you can really feel your feelings. And, and here we are talking about channeling, maybe taking your mo- morning time when you're writing to uh, be writing more about the feelings you're feeling or writing about your kids or whatever it might be. Yeah. And, but, but more than even writing about them is this is my time for Julie now. I'm going to use this space to, to do something creative, maybe get to some writing I've always wanted to do, maybe something silly I've never thought of doing that I really wanted to do just because it would be fun. And we know you. You're, you're such a big heart and so eccentric. Your eccentricity is delightful. <laughs> and we would say, Where, how can I put this into something that would really be fun for me? I don't think of myself first. We're speaking for you right now. You yeah. don't think of, of putting yourself first. And that's your new frontier, Julie, is... Putting yourself first in your life—not always the mother, the wife, the whatever—the uh, teacher. Yeah. What does Julie want? I want to find out what she wants. I want to talk to her. I want to know myself more, and I want to feel my feelings. Some of them might be rough, but I have friends. and I've got help. I've got yeah like, my friend Maria, and uh, you can get through this. But we would say you're—we would say you're more afraid of your unknown that you're facing, and you're projecting that onto your children that they're. Facing the scary, though we sense Michael and his girlfriend are going to have a fabulous time. Iceland is incredible. Okay, and it's very uh, not only is it beautiful and thrilling, but the nature spirits there are so alive and communicative that they're they're going to have all kinds of insights and adventures that are going to be thrilling. I, I couldn't be more excited for it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> we don't we don't pick up anything as being bad there. We we sense you know they might have a couple of. Boyfriend, girlfriend, little, you know, bumps when they're just, you know, which is what happens when you travel. Sure, sure. But we don't sense anything like dangerous, scary, or weird. We just go, "Hey, Michael, have a blast!" And we also say this to you, Julie, knowing Michael that um, he's going to have uh, an opportunity for awakening to the joy of life that he hasn't quite had before. Oh, that would be so wonderful! He will have that opportunity now. He can close the door but yeah. Iceland is going to kind of shake that open for him. He's going to be too surrounded by too many joyful entities that are in the landscape. and Iceland is the kind of place where you can just look at a, a pile of lava because there are just lava fields everywhere. And you can feel like there, you can see faces in it, and you can feel like the lava can wow. to you. And it's, it's one of the most majestic and fascinating landscapes. So we're quite thrilled. So you can be excited for him just like you can be excited for your daughter and their journeying and know all. Oh, this is an indication of me to do my journeying now.
0: Yeah, free. It's my time now. Okay? Oh, oh that's really, really helpful. <laughs> oh, I'm so oh, glad thank to hear you. It. Thank, now, thank you. Thank you so much. There,
2: since we have been talking about channeling today, did you have any questions about it? We have a few more minutes before... The end
0: of the show. Did you have? What are your questions
2: just, about channeling? Well,
0: just in general, uh, you know, I like. I'm. I've always been intrigued with the idea of channeling, and just you. You touched on it a little while ago when you said, "Make sure that the negative ego doesn't come through." Yeah. Um, and I guess I would just worry about um, making sure that no negative en- entities were taking advantage of. A person as a channel so it's more of a a hypothetical question well let's let's bring it down to the more real which is right for you because we
2: we've said part of what would be really good for you at this time is to sit down with your notebook and and uh, sure hypothetically are there channels out there that are filled with ego yes there are and not so hypothetically there you know you if you're let's break this into two if you're looking when you go and you see somebody who's channeling an entity for example they say oh I'm a channel if the huh. energy feels weird or odd or just kind of, hmm, just sort of stuck, or if you yeah. feel that the en- ent- entity is, has self-aggrandizement or has a sort of a haughty way or way of expressing their some, so, Sometimes channels can have very, uh, I don't know, strange accents, but if you feel a haughtiness and arrogance, um, it's just stuff that doesn't sound true. You can pretty much know that's, that's the negative ego, and that's in, if you want it, discernment on channels. But when it comes to you, because this is the most important thing, the this, this show, hopefully today, we had a lot of technical issues today, but the show is going to be about channeling for personal growth, which is what we're saying to you, Julie, it would be wonderful, because here you are. You've got time, you're home, you get, you know, um, a little notebook over at your your drugstore. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a great notebook. But when you write a question, how can I feel my feelings might be one of the questions you ask. I ask my higher self. I ask God. I ask whatever. Spirit, help me. I want to know what is blocking my feelings or why is it difficult for me to feel my feelings? Why do I feel that I must... And you wouldn't do it all at once. But you might say one question one day and another question another day, but... Why must I always feel that I have to be positive? What will happen if I actually show other sides of my emotions? And then just start writing. And you might feel like, well, I'm writing this, but then you start to go, well, actually I'm hearing words in my head and I'm writing those down. And um, so we would say, if you'll do that, don't worry right now if it's ego or not. We would say for you it's most important that you're just writing. And then when you read it back, feel. Does this feel real? Is this wise? Is this supporting me? And that's when you can usually feel if it's if your ego slipped in there or not. But that's sort of a quick answer there, okay? Oh, that's, that's really, really
0: helpful. Thank you so much. Well, it's a joy to talk with you. <laughs>
2: As always, Julia, thank you for calling. And we're going to
0: be, it's about
2: all the time we have today, but thank you for joining us today. Okay. I'll listen next week, too. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks. So, well we have just a couple minutes here um, I will say that I'm excited that, that we're going to be I am going to have a chance to be offering a new class it's going to be coming up this autumn and it will be about how to deeply connect to your higher self and your channeling we'll be talking more about that in September But I think that's going to be a, a program you'll all be very interested in learning about I'm just going to be working one on, you know, with a, a small handful of you that are interested in this but I'll let you know about that in September So please visit and join our Legendary Leader Facebook page where you can get that news and information about the show at www.facebook.com, Legendary Leaders Radio Show. Please go there and and tell your friends about it as well. We know it was a bumpy show today. I'm catching a cold, it certainly feels like, but I'm so grateful if you've hung in here and you've been here for the rest of this show. And to all of you who are listening, I thank you so much for listening to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. It really is an honor for me to support all of you unsung heroes on your journey to become the legendary leaders that you're destined to be. And until next week, I send you my love and best wishes. Thank you so much for being with us. Goodbye.
1: Thank you for tuning in this week for Legendary Leaders. Maria Danley invites you to join her for another inspiring show next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a wonderful week.